You're listening to Sips of Sanity, your toolkit for emotional and intuitive intelligence, or what we like to call the dirty work. Let's do it. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. We have a wonderful guest this morning. This week. Oh, yes. Yes. This week. Uh, yeah, um, this is going to be really exciting. We're in the month of August, and our Sips of Sanity is with guest host... Alex Harriman. Yes, of Breaking 90 Fitness. So he is zooming in. Uh, so it's kind of a disclaimer that we're doing right now that the audio is not the same as it normally is. It's, it's Zoom quality. So if you guys can bear with us this week, there's so many good tidbits in this Sips of Sanity as we cover healthy lifestyle tools. Yeah, he has a wealth of knowledge for people to pull a variety of things together to help them with their beliefs to change their attitudes, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's goal driven. It's accountability. Um, like it's just, and it's fun. He has such um, he has such a kind way of approaching something that can be difficult because this is about changing your patterns. Mm-hmm. And he he brings forth some warmth and care into that whole thing that we can find hard to do. Yeah, I think he makes something very intimidating, very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're excited to have him. He's here all week. Uh, so we will dive right into that recording. Oh my goodness. We're so excited. Alex, welcome to the show. Hello. Al. Good morning. Hey guys. Thanks for having me here. I'm really excited to do this with you. Yeah. And our patrons are too. So a couple of months back, we put forth a, a vote. They get to vote every month on content and we put a couple topics in front of them and healthy, active mm-hmm. lifestyle tips was one of the ones they really wanted. So we thought, Let's bring Alex on. Cool. And we're just coming out of COVID, Alex. So I would imagine people are starting to want to um, get fit again, be outside and do things and get into shape. So it's a great time to have you. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that actually. So every notice um, people start to get much more active and uh, and and we we notice the big changes and just total movement each day because people want to be outside more. But this year, more than anything, I think we're really seeing it with the, the changes with COVID and lockdowns and everything like that. So go ahead. I was just going to say, so I know from the clothing that Kelly wears around the house that your company is called Breaking 90. Yes. Because, well, you're wearing it as well, but <laughs> Kelly has your stuff here um, in mugs and shirts and sweatshirts and that you have also a clothing line. Yeah, clo- kind of clothing line. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't have a store per se, but uh, we, we try to order a bunch of t-shirts at a time and then give them out as prizes or sell them to people, that kind of thing. But I don't try to uphold a store in that sense, but yeah. I mean, if people want to wear the logo, it's pretty cool to, to have people that want to represent that. Mm-hmm. And it's buttery soft clothing too, which is great. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of really nice for us in a different way this month is that we just get to hand over the reins to you. You've got this week planned. Pressure's on. Yeah. All right. You guys ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I've done is I've, I've kind of broken down our five days. We're going to have five mini topics that we're going to cover and there's probably going to be a little bit of overlap between the five but um each day i want to leave you guys with one topic to really dive into and kind of an actionable step on that topic um so for should we just jump right into day one please all right uh for day one we're going to talk about uh energy intake versus energy output so 
um, rather than talking about weight loss completely or muscle gain completely, because I know people are going to have different goals when we're talking about a healthy, active lifestyle. Um, I think it's important just to kind of take a whole approach to the fact that when we're talking about changing our body composition, so whether, whether you want to lose fat, gain weight, gain muscle, um, we need to understand that what really changes that is our energy intake versus our energy output. And so energy in simpler terms is broken down into calories. And, and that's how we'll see it in most of our foods. Um, so we need to, if we say, say the goal is to lose weight, we need to take in less calories than we're burning. If the goal is to gain weight, then we need to take in more calories than we're burning. And that's, that's really breaking it down as simple as possible. Um, does that all make sense so far? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so there, there's definitely a lot of factors that control all of this and a lot that goes into this. I mean, everything from somebody's current size, age, gender, genetics, um, health conditions, all of this does start to play a role, both in how many calories we're, we're burning and, and um, how, how efficiently our, our body can handle those calories. Um, but then at the end of the day, the biggest, the biggest factor, the one that we have complete control over is, is what we put into our mouth at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, did, did you guys have any questions about that before I dive into it a little bit further? Does that? No, I'm, I'm excited for people to hear this broken down differently because I know there's so many books on this topic. Um, there's articles, there's research, there's tons of coaches. Um, but you have a knack for really breaking it down in a simple way that, and, and you always make sure that there's an actionable, actionable piece, uh, which I think is really important. Cool. Um, so I think what's, what's really um, important to touch on is you're going to hear a whole bunch of different professionals and you're going to read a whole bunch of different professional articles on the topic of this is how you lose weight. This is how you gain weight when it is really broken down into its simplest terms, we need to control that energy intake or output that we, that I was just talking about. So you'll, you'll hear of all the different fad diets of the, the year that you're in, whether it might be keto or fasting or um, whatever, whatever diet it might be that's popular at the time. At the end of the day, if it's not controlling that energy intake or energy output, it isn't going to work. Um, the reason that some of them work really well, for instance, I'll just quickly touch on fasting. The reason fasting works really well for some people is because if you're only eating in a small window, it's very likely that you're not going to eat as much as you would if you ate over the course of a whole day. Now, there might be other health related benefits to this. But when we're just purely talking about weight loss or weight gain, the factor that's being controlled is that you're eating less calories, whether those calories are spread over 24 hours or four hours or six hours doesn't, it isn't really um, a, a factor that matters. What matters is that you're eating less than you're burning. Therefore you lose weight because of that. Okay. I, one of the things um, that I know I've talked a lot about with my partner in particular is that we have opposite um, schedules. I'm up early. He's up late. And we noticed that like the habits of going to the fridge are always toward the end of bed. And I hear so many people just say like, if I'm hungry at night, I just go to sleep. Mm -hmm. and, and you're talking about closing that window. And that's what fasting does. And, and so 
my approach to, to health, nutrition, fitness, everything is, is you need to figure out what works really well for you. So, so I have people that will work with us that really love fasting. It works well for them and they do it and that's great. And it's not going to work for another person because they hate the lifestyle that comes along with it. So I don't believe that any one approach is the perfect approach. You really have to be in tune with your body what works well with you and what makes you feel good. If, if you can do something consistently, it makes you feel good and it's working for you, then by all means, continue to do it. There'd be no reason not to do it. Um, but if you try something like fasting per se, and, and you, you hate it, then don't do it. It, 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 it. Like there's no magic to the fact that you have to do that just because it's the fad right now. And your, your friend got really great results doing that we're all so unique and we all, we all benefit from things so, so much differently that you can't looking at what worked well for somebody else shouldn't even be taken into consideration really for what's going to work well for you. Karen's really great at fasting throughout the years. I've, I've watched her do that with real discipline and, and she seems happy. <laughs> you know what though? Like I, I say this because, you know, the biggest thing that you say when you introduce your own podcast, which we will certainly promote uh, towards the end of the show, is sustainable fat loss. And yeah. I mean that's that's the business that you're in. We're talking about, you know, general healthy tools for for, for healthy lifestyles. Um but if it's not sustainable in terms of your happiness or how your body is responding, then it, as you're saying, it's not right for you. And that's something that I've loved about your program is that there's so many different opportunities for kinds of challenges, mm -hmm. um, you know, where you'll try fasting for a day, you'll try a 28 day challenge with restricted eating, you'll try something with different exercises and people get exposure to different kinds of approaches to see what works for their body and what doesn't. And you and your coach, Jerrica, celebrate everyone who learns something about themselves whether they hated it or they loved it people really want they they like the idea and want to think that there's just one way to do something so i think it's really important that we we get to explore some different um ways to do things and, and try some things out like you said try some things out for ourselves because it is it is really important that we get to we get to know that there isn't just a one size fits all approach to health healthy active living um i want to i want to make sure that we we have some some chance to just touch on my actionable step too before uh before we get too far into this. So I'm just going to touch on uh, my, my actionable tips for you guys today before we, before we get too short on time. So um, I'm going to quickly talk about calories and then I'm going to talk about protein a little bit too, just so you guys have some simple steps that you can follow coming out of this. So if your goal is weight loss, then what I usually encourage people to do it, that are doing this journey on their own, if you're not working with a coach, and you just want to dabble in it, or start to get an understanding of it, is is get a start tracking your calories for a, a little bit of time and see see where you're at, what's your base level at what's what's a normal day look like for you. There's tons of great apps you can use to do this, or you can write it down on a piece of paper too, if you prefer. Um, can I recommend an app? Are you guys okay yeah. with that? Okay. Um, my fitness pal is owned by Under Armour. It's, it's probably the best calorie tracking app out there. Um, and it has a really big database. So you just punch in your food as you go, you can scan barcodes, it, it makes that part really simple. Um, what I would recommend if you're trying to lose weight is start with a goal of around 12 calories per pound of body weight. And just try that 
for two, three, maybe four weeks before you change anything. Because what you're going to discover is, is most people will try to do this a little too restricted and they're going to make really quick. It's like you talked about earlier. It's not going to be sustainable. You're really hungry after a week or two and you're going to fall off the rails hard and you're going to give up feeling frustrated. Setting it to something around 12 calories per pound is going to allow you to still enjoy some of the foods you love and, and not feel super, super restricted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, on the flip side, if your goal is muscle gain or weight gain, I would start around 17 calories per pound of body weight. Now, it's really important to understand, though, this is just a starting point. Everybody's different. All of us are unique. We all move a different amount in the day you're probably going to have to adjust this as you go. You can't just stick with 12 or 17 for life and make progress for life, probably because you're going to move more or less or eat like your, your, your life is going to change, but that's probably going to give you a really good starting point. Okay. Um, the last thing I'd mention, if you want to take it a step further is you should tr try to track your protein a little bit too. If your goal is to maintain or gain muscle mass, most people most people don't just want to lose weight. They want to change the way they look. They want to lose fat so that it changes um, their body composition and it looks better to them. If we don't focus on a little bit of protein intake, it's going to be hard to maintain some of that muscle mass. Um, rather than trying to make that a hard, hard goal, though, I usually just encourage people to try to eat a little bit more protein than they're used to to begin and see what they're comfortable with. Um, rather than saying, like you'll hear a lot of calculators say you have to eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Well, if you're a 200 pound person, that's 200 grams of protein. You might currently be eating 80. It's going to be very, very difficult just to jump up to 200. So ease yourself into that. Um, see, see what you can tolerate, see how you feel once again. Um, but those, just those two steps in themselves, trying to eat a little bit more protein and stay under or over your calorie goal, depending on your, your goals of gain, gaining or losing weight, just those two factors alone to make um, a huge difference. So Alex, about the protein. Yep. If I could, um, there are protein bars, protein powders. Do you have any comments for anybody in regards to, is that the same quality of protein? Are you counting that as equal to say an egg or a piece of cheese? Or maybe I shouldn't say cheese. That's actually, that's great, actually. Um, it's actually, that's, that's something I run into a lot where people try to count uh, both cheese and peanut butter as their protein intake. Well, they do have protein in them. Absolutely. They're, they're a pretty terrible source of protein because how many calories you're going to have to consume to get enough protein out of them. So we wouldn't look at it as a primary protein source, but it will still contribute to your day's protein intake. Were you going to add something there, Kelly? It just blew my mind when, when I, I thought my whole life that eating peanut butter was just such a great choice, mind yeah. you, craft and it was full of sugar. But when you, when you challenged me on the program and said like, look, the amount of calories that you have to eat in order to get the protein, when your brain actually starts doing the math rather than just looking at it and going, oh, it has protein. Like mm. you're like, oh, of course. And of course this makes sense why I'm not full. Of course this makes sense why I have a headache from the sugar um so I, I thought the protein conversation was a really important thing to have uh in in the process of either gaining or losing and it's not 
it's not that protein or sorry, it's not that peanut butter or any of those foods are bad for you. They, they have their spots. Like you can, like you can certainly eat peanut butter and be very, very healthy. And I think most healthy people do fit it in, but you need to learn how to budget it. You need to know where it fits into your, your normal diet, your normal lifestyle. Um, whereas most people, you know, like one spoonful, that's actually like five tablespoons. They're thinking it's only about one tablespoon. So it, it's easy to get carried away on some of these calorie dense foods. Um, I do want to circle back to what Karen was mentioning though. There's, there's supplemented protein and there's whole food protein. So um, is, is using a, a protein substitute, like a powder or a bar acceptable? Yeah, absolutely. It is. If you have protein goals and you're having a hard time maintaining them, it's, it's okay to supplement with those, but it's important to realize that it's called a supplement for a reason. It's not meant to be the main portion of your diet. It's, it's meant to supplement an already healthy diet. If, if it's becoming your main protein source, it's not great. Is it as good as a chicken breast or an egg? No, it's not. You're always going to do better with a whole healthy food, but it's totally fine to supplement with those things. So Alex, when you say that, if I get up every morning and I have a protein protein smoothie mm-hmm. and I've got, no, you're going to hear that I've been listening to Kelly. Okay. Um, I have my high quality, no sugar Greek yogurt. Yeah. Nice. And I have my <laughs> collagen mix and my yeah. protein mix. She's a great teacher and whatever else, like your fruit, your almond milk and stuff. If I'm making that my breakfast every single morning, Mm -hmm. is that a healthy way to get count those proteins in? Because I know I'm hearing her saying half a protein, one protein, two proteins. This is what this is. So it's like, I mean, I, I, she's (laughs) counting, I hear it. And so I'm really learning from it. And then I think, oh, should I have an egg? Should, and then it's like, oh no, I can't have an egg if it's in butter, but I can soft boil or poke or hard boil, right? Because then the other stuff that you put on that egg, like the ketchup, uh, the mustard, the bread, all of the other things are the things that are giving me the extra calories. That's right. When I'm trying to stay clean in bringing and making sure that I'm eating the protein without all the extra stuff. Is that correct? You got it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to break this down as simple as possible for the listeners, eat more fruits and vegetables, eat more protein, drink more water (laughs) and move a little bit more during your day. If you can eat more vegetables, more fruit, more protein, it's just going to inherently make you eat less of the other stuff. And then you're going to, you're going to eat less calories because those foods are more filling. They're more calorie dense. They're going to leave you feeling better. So you, you nailed it. Karen, with eating, eating extra protein in your breakfast, throwing in some fruits into the mix. It's just going to cause you to eat less of the breads and stuff, which aren't bad, but need to be limited if our goal is to lose fat, uh, lose fat or, or sustain what we've currently got. So it simply means that when I go to the farmer's market on Saturday mornings in the summer, I have to pass by all the baking booths. Or, or prioritize the fruits and vegetables first and then allow yourself a limited amount of the baked goods after. Right. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Okay, well, I, that's good. I'm glad that you really clarified then um, about the protein bars mixes. And I also understand that I can't put you on the spot by asking you to say that all protein bars and mixes are created equal. 
that mm. we know from working with naturopathic doctors that they are not. No, absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't want to necessarily recommend one brand over the other because I do, I do believe in a whole food approach. So I'd still rather people, you know, even make their own protein bars for that matter. Um, but what I would typically look for in a protein bar is one that isn't very high in calories. It does have a decent protein count. Um, so when I say a decent protein count, like I'd like to see 20 grams of protein in a bar. Um, and and low on the end, low on the sugar end. So you you'll find some bars that have like 40 grams of sugar. Well, you're just eating a chocolate bar at that at that point. Um, but but something I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the name Cliff because they do use a lot of natural whole foods. I really like what they put into their bar. They still have probably 20 grams of sugar in there, and that's I'm okay with that because there's a lot of natural foods going into that. It's a decent bar. And just in case people are really writing that down uh, it's cliff builder bar so yeah cliff does make different bars they have protein bars which is their builder bar and then their i forget a snack bar and it might only have five or ten grams of protein in it still a really great bar with really great ingredients but not as great of a source of protein it would be more of a snack or a filler which would go towards your total calories but wouldn't help you out as much on your total protein intake cool so is that it for today then? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's great. I think they covered most of what I wanted to. <laughs> I, I want to just say I'm excited for the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. I you know this show goes out free to the public. The rest of the shows are available on Patreon for our patrons. Um, so they've got four more shows coming. Uh, but what I'm so excited for people to hear when you're on the show is how much choice is involved. Because I think the, the place where people get most frustrated or lose motivation is when we feel a lack of internal control um, or locus of control. And you're talking about and are about to talk about, pardon me, for the rest of the week, all the ways that we do have control over the small choices. Um, and I think when it comes to fat loss, a lot of people think, like you said, there isn't a choice. There's one way to do it. And if I don't like it, what I've got nothing left. Um, so five days of actionable things and, and really easy things to implement, which is great. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good week. Hope you guys all enjoy it. Cool. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Sips of Sanity. Catch the full monthly series on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo.